You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. To another edition of the Water into Wine podcast. My name is Grace Valentine and I am the co-host and I also have my other co-host. Is that what other co-host? Whatever. <laughs> Ketley Valcourt is here and we're hanging out with our bestie Mary Morgan Michael. Michaels. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, I want to get it right. Mary Morgan Michaels. I love that. I was like, perfect. How oh, long? Because you just got married. Yeah, two you months got a new ago. last name. I did. I actually haven't technically changed my last name yet because we're going out of town. So it's like a big deal to change your passport. So still okay. technically Mary Morgan Combs. I hear that's a pain. It is. Like, Ketley, you don't want to change your last name, right? I'm not getting rid of Valcourt. I'm sorry. I love it's it so much. It's a good last name. I love it so much. And I feel like that's like a testament of the guy that i do marry like if it's a big deal for him then i'm like Ugh. but right. yeah mary morgan michael that's just like a it was too perfect, perfect to not change it, i definitely will change it but um just not in the mood to yet i don't blame you <laughs> i do not blame you it just takes too much time too much effort. a lot of paperwork a lot of like hustle and bustle oh my gosh like, you have to kind of prove yourself over and over again like you have to get yeah. your birth certificate out i'm like who even has you have to that? get your social security card like I literally don't know where that is yeah <laughs> like, i don't know where that is. somewhere under, like my mattress or something i don't know uh, yeah that's so funny okay well i'm so glad that you're hanging out with us today yeah i'm excited you, to be here you got married how old are you I'm 22. 22. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in like the Christian realm, that's a very normal age to get married. Sure. But in like the world, that's like young. Not normal. Yeah. No, but not normal. I will say what's funny to me is I've known Mary Morgan since she was like a teenager and she mm -hmm. could have been my camper. Like I had her age group as campers, which I'm glad that some yeah. of y'all I didn't have as campers because then I'm like, oh, you're my friend. Like I don't think of you as like a child to me. Anyways. Right. But I, it's so funny to me watching these girls that I, like another one of my cameras, Abby Davis, is just told me like I'm getting married this summer, and I'm like I'm I so, I know that's sweet. I'm getting I was like so hard a bachelor. I'm like this is so sweet, and so I, I think it's so easy to see someone younger getting married and be like confused. Cause I I naturally have that. I'm like how are you old enough to like <laughs> yeah not just be graduating high school like you're like graduating college getting married but at the same time i think it is so cool that someone gets more years with someone that could is like the love of their life you know and so yeah. i think it's easy to be negative about young marriages but i would encourage everyone here even if you're like me 25 26 me and Kelly just chilling figuring out life <laughs> that you got to cheer those marriages on because that's going to be such a cool testament that they get a lot more years to like to be on mission together Oh, definitely. Okay. And I always have this question for couples that do get married young. What is the most annoying advice you get? Um, or I guess you got when you were like in the process so of getting married. when we were getting engaged, it was actually super, or when we were engaged, not getting engaged, um, it was super annoying because everyone's unsolicited advice <laughs> was marriage sucks. Marriage is hard. It's going to be like laboring. And we were like, oh crap. Like we were like, it's like, just not fun to hear. Yeah, and it's like we're doing it out of love for one another and out of like what we feel like God's timing is right now for our lives. And so why are you discouraging that? And also if you're not in a place of spiritual influence over my life, like why are you discouraging something that is supposed to be like an incredible image of Christ in the church? And also like who asked? You know, it's like literally it's unsolicited. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. That they have the right to yeah, tell and it's you. just people who yeah, like that 
hate their wives <laughs> it's like okay but who honestly, cares it's like, like okay yes we get it marriage is hard but like sometimes like the people will give advice be- because of like the specific season they're going through 100%. so like maybe at that i don't know three month period they're just hating their marriage right and they're just like oh my gosh or it's like you this. married the wrong person sorry and like <laughs> it's just scary but like that happens yeah but, and they see you know you and scotty are these cutesy pop young christian couple and they're just like oh my gosh don't do it they want to be haters so bad people want to be hating that was like we had an older couple in our lives like literally two weeks after we got married came home from the honeymoon and we were you know loving up on each other holding hands he was like hugging me whatever and this older couple was like I give that about three more months <gasps> and I was like excuse me like my are they do they call themselves Christian do yeah they say that? uh yeah yeah that's just so discouraging I to know hear. and it's like first of all my love language is physical touch <laughs> so that's not going out anytime soon right but which is also like an interesting side of being like a young Christian girl. I feel like people don't want to talk about being physical touch oriented. Um, and oh, especially because it's like all guys, every time you ask a guy what's your love language, they always say physical touch. They always like, say it's physical like, touch. Because I think they're thinking of like in a relationship, they have needs, you know, like they, they have <laughs> desires. And it's so, literally. But it is true, like you're as a girl, like you crave that too. Everyone loves physical touch and stuff. I don't like giving hugs from friends, but if I'm like, Dating someone, yeah, I like the flirty vibes that come from that. But yeah. I'm not like a hugger, like whatever. Right. I'm not physical touch. Sure. But yeah, you're right. Girls, Christian girls especially don't talk about that. Yeah. And so it's cool that you are so bold in that. Yeah. You're neat. You know, just <laughs> living out my truth, speaking my truth. As you should, Queen. As you <laughs> should. <laughs> I literally I know you should like it shouldn't be this like I one time I saw like this really very attractive like very cool 50 year old couple ish 50 ish hopefully I'm right about that in Orlando and I love that they literally will like they've seen them like sit on each other's lap like the cute things yeah. like that you see like younger couples do but they were yeah. doing it I remember seeing that and I was like shoot I want that like yes. I want to have a sex life when I'm 50 with yeah. my husband like I don't want to just be like Ah, you know, Mark, yeah, yeah, forgot to get the <laughs> mail. Like, you know, that's Mark, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I totally get that. So, like, what is, I mean, after hearing like, not so kind advice, what is something you're just loving? So. Just indulge in, like, be super girly about. Um, with marriage? Yeah. Um, well, obviously sex. Then <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think that that's the big, um. Y'all waited, correct? We did, yeah. And so I think that that's a big misunderstanding about young Christians getting married. Like, we didn't get married young just to have sex. But the fact that, like, we are married now, like, we get to enjoy that and enjoy that freely and not have, like, this weird, like, stigma around it. It was kind of weird going back to church for the first time and everybody, like, knew we had sex. <laughs> and we were like, ah. Or, like, the elephant in the oh, room. So I awkward. I had a friend, um, uh, and she told me that her father-in-law offered to drive them, like, the day after that they got married to mm. the airport to go to their honeymoon. Like, he was like, let me drive y'all. Like, don't pay for an Uber. And she yeah. was like, I just, like, don't want to get out the car in the morning no. and see my father-in-law I after know everyone knows we had sex. Yeah. And they dropped me off at MCO, Orlando International <laughs> Airport. <laughs> you know the first thing is going to be like, well, how was it? That's right. the worst one. It's like the dad and the son, like, yeah, buddy. Like, you know, right. 100%. 100%. That was like, I know people who have had, like, brunches the next day with their close family after their wedding. And, I'm, and they, these people have waited. And I'm like... How do you well, do like that? how, how do you are you that? why would you ever want to see anybody else me and scotty accidentally accidentally had to 
stop by his dad's house and we did not know that the entire family would be there we had to drop off his like pups. right after Why am I so awkward Why does <laughs> I was so horrible so it was the next morning we had just gotten back from the hotel and we were on our way back to our house to start packing for the honeymoon and we were just gonna like stop in say hey say thanks like just to his dad right, right? like and his stepmom and that was gonna be it and just say like hey we love you we're on our way out like here's the tux bye right we walk in and it's his entire extended family having brunch in there and everyone is like giggling everyone is like shaking Stop. hands what his uncle said um oh how was last night <laughs> and no. i was like oh don't even look get at me, me out get me out get me out it was so scary so that was like accidental but we they understood. We stopped by for five seconds and then dipped, and we were like, "We're gonna go get Panera. We are famished." We're gonna go have sex again. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Now that we're on the topic, might as well just go. Actually, can we yeah. Your restroom right now. That is so exactly. funny. Yeah. So back to your question. I mean, experiencing that like fully and freely has been really fun and like girly to just be like, you know. But um, I think also getting to like indulge in some of the cheese. You know, I, I, I am very cheesy. I think I come off as a really like silly, don't take anything too seriously type of person. But with my relationship, like my entire Instagram is a Scotty fan page. So I think like I love it being able to like talk about Scotty and talking about loving him and like be cheesy about it and it not be annoying because he's my boyfriend, but be like sweet because he's my husband right like Aww. it's like people appreciate it more because when you're when you love your husband it's like oh but when you love your boyfriend and you're annoying about loving your boyfriend people are like oh my gosh get a like room stop. like yeah. who cares you know what i'll never forget Mary Morgan, i don't know if you knew this um so when our, our friend Mackenzie took these photos of you before you were engaged it was like I think you, she took a photo shoot of you, yeah. and then she of uh, just like a cute couple photo shoot. But you know, when like you're young, you take you're you know, you're the hottest you'll ever be. You take a cute couple photo shoot, and yeah. this girl, she's a professional photographer, so she asked you and Scotty to be in a photo shoot. Yeah, and then she posted it with like the caption of saying like, <gasps> "Hey, my engagement shoots are like cost this much money." Da da da. And then everyone thought that they got engaged, and so then all these like moms in Orlando, especially, they like they texted me some of them. And they were like, not the moms, but like a lot of people in Orlando were like. Wait, so is she is she engaged? So what happened was we they Mackenzie offered to give us free pictures, right? Like they were like, Oh, like to friends, she's trying to build her business. Yeah, she was building her portfolio. This is twenty nineteen. So me and Scotty were like just nineteen years old. And then we got these pictures taken, didn't really talk to anybody about it, but once we got them back, I sent them to my friends and I was like, I'm engaged, haha. And like they believed it for a second, and then I was like, guys, I'm kidding, like, no big deal. But then Mackenzie posted one of the pictures and then put the caption, like, doing a, like, small backyard wedding this weekend. And so everybody thought I was pregnant. Like, oh, that was what it that's was. That's what it was. Yeah. It was a small backyard wedding. And they, and so that was like, she's getting married so yeah. quick. We know she's pregnant. Yeah, they didn't even announce an engagement. Like, they know, like people thought that I was literally pregnant and Rock i was like wedding. and so it was funny me and scotty would like post stuff on snapchat like y'all really think we're pregnant and couldn't even congratulate us like <laughs> wait that is so funny yeah like, y'all just want to talk about it like, yeah who wants to be the godparent like, yeah and then i posted a picture with my food baby scotty is scotty michael the third and so i posted a picture with my food baby and scotty holding it again we were 19 and i was like can't wait to welcome scotty, scotty michael the fourth like 
whatever. I love that humor. You're like, you know what? If they're going to talk, I'm going to make them laugh. Like, uh, yeah. That's or, like, at least congratulate me. At like, least. you really think I'm pregnant? You, it's like, shows, <laughs> don't you ever wonder? Well, actually, I really hate to think, like, how many group texts I've been, like, in. Oh, yeah. But I'm not in. Yeah. You know, like, how many times people have screenshotted like, to talk bad? Yeah. And I know there's, like, that saying that, like, no one really is talking bad about you as much as you think. And then I don't think they're talking bad, but, like, no one talks things about you as much. I'm like, you know what? I used to think that, but I know there's plenty of people I know who that do talk mm-hmm. bad or talk about me oh, like yeah. and so it's great yeah no yes no one cares as much as me but i know people literally i know that i'm living rent free in someone's head yeah I, like exactly. somebody is I, hitting up everybody every time i post i have a number one fan yeah for sure. and you can see now like the sends how many people i was gonna say like so yeah that picture mackenzie like sent me a screenshot of it and it had like like 35 like sends oh like on the insights on the picture <laughs> so like yeah for and it was so like it new. Was, it, it was, was like blind. she had just started doing photography and like didn't have people like sending any of her other pictures so, so. this will help my engagement my yeah. algorithm literally so anyway i uh started well, a little let, controversy why didn't you ask her that one question someone dm'd us because mary morgan's probably way more equipped Ooh. okay yes really 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 good question so we had on our instagram people just ask for advice and all this stuff and there was this one girl mm-hmm. that asked okay like her boyfriend and her, they want to get married, but yes. they can't afford it. Okay. But their hearts are ready. So what <laughs> do they do? Interesting. Okay, so I think that there's a, there's like a bell curve with wanting to get married that I've experienced with myself and with some of my friends where it's around the two-year mark where you are like, no matter how old you are, around the two-year mark, you are ready to get married. You're starting your Pinterest board. You are whatever. And so I think that, truly once you make it through that and the bell curve kind of comes down is when you actually are ready because you're like not just like fantasizing about a wedding you're actually thinking about your marriage so number one having your like heart check about that like if you think your heart is in the right place I would maybe not think of it as like oh we're finally talking about marriage we're finally excited about marriage it's like hey how about we like like take away some of the idealism with it and like start to actually process like what we think it is and So first of all, having your heart be in the right place for that. But also financially, I will say with my wedding, with our wedding, me and Scotty's, (laughs) we were both there. It's the bride's (laughs) wedding. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, it was about me. Um, We were really fortunate enough to have like some of our family help. It was like contributed by like his side and my parents side and like I have amazing aunts and uncles and grandparents who all chipped in like little bits but for the most part Scotty and I really funded our entire wedding ourselves which was expensive very impressive as like a 22 year old like you just got a career yeah it was mostly Scotty I'll be honest um I still got student loans this man was working he was doing good so um I give him all the credit for that but I think also just realizing like yes you can get married on a really small budget if your desire is just to be married um and with me having kind of a more expensive wedding and trying to weigh that option out was like yes it's just a day but it's also like the most important day of my life no literally, so like yeah. there were things that I was ready to like sacrifice the money for in order to experience on our wedding day so we had these like stupid little like light up like whatever things that people oh, have yeah. on their wedding days and like I really wanted those because I wanted our wedding to be super fun and exciting and for me, like, that was worth, like, 
the extra money even though it like didn't make a lot of sense or like having a videographer Mackenzie's husband Jimmy he like killed it in our wedding video I swear I watch it like three times a week like uh-huh. I at Jimmy Nugent Films if you are he travels but he's out of Atlanta so yes. if you know anyone like he still like new it's his full-time gig now but mm-hmm. hire he's, him. he's amazing and they made everything so much fun for us so like I know people who haven't done videographers haven't paid for videographers but like for me that was just something that I really wanted to pay attention to is like when you're thinking about getting married trying to weigh what's going to be worth the money and what's not um I think writing out some of those things you are and are not willing to sacrifice and also if you're really in a pinch with money it might be a good time to think like maybe the cards are kind of stacked against us right now and we should be waiting Right. right where it's like not everything is working out in our favor in order for us to like sustain a marriage right now with the finances we have so maybe we should set ourselves up for success save a little bit wait a little bit longer and you know I I I don't want to tell people not to get married or to like wait to get married just because of money because like the end of the day money can come and go right? right but I would say it was really important for me and Scotty to be setting ourselves up for success and to be honest like we got in tons of fights about like financial stuff during our engagement because it was so like pinching pennies for us like it completely wiped out our bank account pretty much so um I I wouldn't necessarily say that that was worth it but I would say like financial struggles is going to be something in your marriage Mm -hmm. and it's going to be something in your engagement and so setting yourself up for it in your dating life and in like preparing to get married I would just say like you do want to be in a space where you're not like setting yourself up to have a fight about that right right like you want to be in a space where you can feel comfortable having like hard conversations and making those decisions um in freedom you know that's really good and I would say um just in general if you are don't get in debt for a wedding get in debt with for maybe education Mm -hmm. like I've seen people take out credit cards for a wedding and like that's where I'm like okay it's one thing to pinch pennies but Right. It is a wedding, and it is the day that, like, at the end of the day, you're not going to be buried with your money. I think my no. friend Lizzie, when she had to plan, replan her wedding for, like, the third time because of COVID, oh. she was like, do I just cancel at this point? But she's like, you know what? At the end of the day, like, in like yes, I could buy another property or I could do something great with this money, mm-hmm. but, like, I want a wedding because when I am an old person in my rocking chair, I'm not going to be talking about the property or the investment or the stocks I got. Like, I'm going to be talking about my wedding day. Yeah. And so I think those things aren't bad, but I'll say, like, yeah, don't go in debt for it. Don't. Uh, And also, once again, like, I would encourage you, like, if you're, like, under the age of graduating college especially and you want to get married, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're going to change so much Mm -hmm. and there's going to be sacrifices. I'm not going to – I'm not saying marriage is hard because I don't know, but I've just seen people, like, you know, someone gets a dream job in Chicago. Like, are you going to be willing to pick it up and go with them? Or if you get a dream job, is he going to be able to pick it up and go with you? Or – are you going to be willing to say no? Is he going to be willing to say no? Like, right. if it's better for you to live in one area? Like, there's things financially you also have to think of when it comes to your career that you're sacrificing. But what you gain is better than, and I'm sure you would advocate, is better than having a whatever. Yeah, But 100%. you do, I always think, I'm like, it's such a great thing to probably marry to get two incomes, one room. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, yes. Have you ever what? heard of like, a dink? Is, have you guys ever heard of this? A it's dink? Double income, no kids. 
<laughs> D-I-N-K, Dink. That's so precious. Dink life is like what me and Scotty, we both started new jobs like literally like three weeks ago. And so we talk about how we're dinks now. And That's it's, so cute. It's amazing. It's so because then you're, and also when you cook for one person, it's kind of like annoying grocery shopping for one person. I don't know how to yeah. say it. Like, you're just like, it's e- groceries aren't meant for a single person. Like, even yeah. Trader Joe's where things are a little smaller. Like, it's like, you can always make two meals with it, and then it goes bad. I don't like leftovers. So, the I'm like, that's the hardest part. I, yeah. don't, I don't eat them. I, yeah. I try to. It sits in my fridge and a Tupperware. And yeah. it's the same. It's not the same. But I love what you were saying about, like, kind of focusing on the marriage, not just the wedding. Because I feel like, right. especially going to a Christian university and everyone was getting engaged every two seconds, right. it was like everyone hyped up the wedding. You hear mm. so much about the wedding, the prep for the wedding. Mm. And then the they go ghost after the marriage and yeah. it's scary because like okay yes i respect your time your privacy do what you got to do but like no one really i guess it's hard to glorify the marriage because marriage is hard and yeah. all that stuff and definitely you know seeing the reality in that but it's crazy because i remember i saw this one tiktok where it's like this girl was like all right well i got married now like I can't have the uh, personality of an engaged girl anymore. Right. Like, I lost my entire personality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think that that was the most interesting thing that I heard about our engagement season was, number one, it was really hard, right? Like, financially, like, it's hard. I'm also not a party planner, and this is, like, not only, like, the biggest party, but it's the biggest <laughs> event I will ever throw in my entire life. True. And I had an amazing wedding planner who was great, but I also did a lot of it myself just because I knew what I wanted, and I knew what I wanted it to look like. So, like, engagement season was hard, and nobody talks about that. Like, nobody talks about how, like, being engaged actually, like, low-key kind of sucks. And it's because you're looking forward to this incredible, like, marriage, but you're still having to live like you're single because you are single until you're married. Like, I don't care how how long you've been dating. I don't care how serious you and your boyfriend are. If you guys got, like, promise rings, that means nothing. (laughs) You, Yeah, first of all, if you have a promise ring, throw it away. I think those are the (laughs) dumbest things I... Maybe one day in the yeah. future I'll think about it more seriously. Yeah, it's like make a commitment or don't. Um, but so what I would say was probably like the strangest thing I heard was when our um, officiant, um, his name is Michael Sloan. He's amazing. He um, lives in Branson, Missouri, so we didn't really see him much of our engagement. But a week before we got married, he like took us to dinner. And as soon as he gets in the car with us, he goes, so engagement kind of sucks, right? And we were like, yeah, it does suck. And why does nobody talk about how, like, it's kind of not fun to plan your dream wedding when you have to, like, actually put pen to paper and actually commit to choosing these things. I actually have to spend the money on them. And, like, also your relationship with this person is, like, you are still single. And there's not the security of, like, knowing what, like, the, at the end of the day you get to, like, go home with them because you don't. Or at least for us because mm-hmm. we waited. We didn't live together until after we were married. And, um like we couldn't live our relationship in full freedom but we were making these like big sacrifices planning for this big day and it's like at the end of the day like that's like is hard and so girls if you're engaged and you don't enjoy being engaged like don't feel bad about it it is okay that engagement kind of sucks not because of the man that you're with and not because you don't love him because I love Scotty like more than anything in the world and I loved him our entire engagement season but it just like it is hard like being engaged is hard and not necessarily just like relationally like at all like for me it wasn't relational at all why engagement sucked it was all just like external circumstances oh yeah it's a stressful season so totally makes sense yeah okay let's also now answer some dms we got in the questions we would love your help mary morgan with these so they range from all sorts of different things 
some people want to remain anonymous. And also, if you don't follow at Water Into Wine Podcast, then you're missing out on a chance for us to answer your questions. And so, first DM we got, and it came from Mary Catherine, and I really related to this because this is, I feel like a lot of my friends are going abroad now. Um, even, like, I never studied abroad in, like, Europe or anything. And... She said, I just finished my sophomore year in college, and I feel like everyone is studying abroad this summer. Seeing everyone's Greece and Paris pictures makes it hard to not compare my summer at home to the amazing experience they're having. Tips mm. on not comparing and having FOMO. Shoot. FOMO is, like, my thing. middle name. Yeah, I am Mary Morgan FOMO Michael. Aren't Combs. you a seven? <laughs> I am a seven. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so that's. That's me. Um, I definitely have experienced that. I've spent all my summers at home. I've never been out of the country except my honeymoon. I went to the DR, and um, I've been on, like, cruises where you go to the Bahamas, but I don't feel like that really counts because you're only at, like, Coco Cay being a son, <laughs> too. senior frog. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Literally. Like, it was just it senior frog. you get. Yeah, and I don't really remember much of that anyway. So. <laughs> Good time. Yeah, I've been, I've been redeemed. I've been saved by grace, you know? Um, but... So one thing that my brother always told me, which was interesting when a lot of people started moving to like Nashville or like just different like cities, like big cities or Dallas, just to like try and whatever was he said, if you can't be happy in Orlando, Florida, which is obviously where we live, but it's true for like wherever you live. Um, if you can't be happy where you're at, what makes you think that you're going to be happy when you move? And so I think that that That's was good. really interesting as far as like contentment, especially yeah. in the summer when you are comparing yourself is like if you can't be happy like with your family or like in whatever circumstance, like it doesn't matter. Like I've had friends who have studied abroad and had like the worst summer summer of their life, mm -hmm. but they it doesn't look like that on Instagram. Like they've been like chased through the streets by like angry Italian men and like that's <laughs> terrifying yeah. and they've lost all their money and like it's it's been horrible but on Instagram it looks like beautiful and it looks like a dream right so I think just realizing like number one Instagram isn't reality number two like you will have an opportunity to like do that if that's what you want and like if that is something that you really really want then like hustle for it you know mm -hmm. I would say like marry rich or die trying too yeah. so <laughs> Yeah. So like, yeah, Scotty paid to help pay for the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, Scotty we're in Greece would be cool. Yeah, literally. literally. I'm kidding. No, I like what you say because I think naturally too, and we kind of talked about this earlier. It's easy because I've worked since I was 15 years old. So yeah. like, I did a mini master in Costa Rica, and but it wasn't anything crazy. It was definitely a lot cheaper than like the Europe study abroad. Right. But I mean, I haven't. I went to Europe when I was in fifth grade, but I, I almost get mad at my parents for sending me in fifth grade, which I get that sounds bratty and privileged just saying that. But also because I was in fifth grade, I was like, I want to go to the beach. I want to go on a cruise. Like, I don't want to go to Greece. And yeah. like, now I'm like, what the heck? Like, I was literally, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I was like, I'm a dream. <laughs> I know. I was like in fifth grade. I was like, I saw the Lizzie McGuire movie, and I was like too young to, to appreciate like oh. that that could have been me. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but I could resent people who I feel like have these experiences, whether their parents pay for it, whether yeah. – you know, and I'm like, my parents won't just pay for me to go to Europe, you know, right. or people who just seem to, like, have it easy and do that. And, like, or they have a – even it's easy, I think, as a single woman. I'm like, yeah, I would love a husband who is, a, like, a travel buddy. Like, right. when you have a husband, you know, or a, a long-term boyfriend, you know who you're traveling with. Me, right. like, I'm, like, in a group text trying to beg friends to, like, do something spontaneous with me, you know? Yeah. And so – but you can't live your life resenting those people for some cool things happening in their life or you're going to miss out on your own blessings. I don't know right. if y'all relate to that. Yeah. No, 100%. And I think, like, a lot of times we are so quick to be like, okay, 
I'm going to have the best summer of my life and I'm just going to travel and go here and go do all of these things. But I think like the best and I don't say the most growth happens when you are still and the most growth mm. happens when you're able to just relax and reflect and just do the things where you probably have avoided for so long yeah. because you've been on the move. Yeah. Um, so if this is a summer where you're not having anything planned, like think of it as like a message from God to be like, all right, you know, we're going to sit still and we're going to be here and you're going to just sit with me and we're gonna yeah. talk about some stuff you may be like swiping under the rug <laughs> for the past couple of years Literally. you know like, you and that's know. when it gets you. maybe you might be going to that hometown bar you know and yeah. like and running running into your first kiss again and like <laughs> experience some drama and twist and tor- turns oh, yeah. at like the porch winter park i'm joking oh or my like, god what is it for everyone? Like, everyone has that one hometown bar with the sticky floor. And I'm not saying you need to go there and get drunk. Please mm-hmm. don't. You'll regret that. Yeah. <laughs> but trust me. Um, but instead, I think just realize that adventure can happen wherever you are if yeah. you have a good perspective. Kind of yeah. like your brother said. Like, if you're going to have fun and make life fun, like, fun isn't about your location. It's about your perspective. And right, so right. go make things fun. Be a fun person. Don't mm-hmm. expect things to come to you. Also, chances are play tourist in your own town. I don't care what it is. That hike, 100%. that thing. Like, you're going to miss out on so many cool things if you don't learn how to just, like, seize the opportunities, like, one mile from you. Right. Yeah, Seize I the agree. day. Okay, so I'm, like, looking through these DMs, and there are so many questions on singleness. Okay. And Grace and I were talking over about it, and we're like, we've talked about this so many times. Yeah. We will continue talking about it. We will, but I'm like, okay. But we have an episode on it. and Two, I, actually. And I also will say to all the single girls, and Ketley will understand, because we just talked to our friend Mary Morgan, married. So if you're listening to this podcast, and I was like, I just want to be married like Mary Morgan. Like, mm-hmm. there comes a point when you have to wake up and realize you can't change your relationship status in five seconds. So, yeah. like, stop just... I don't want to say stop whining because I know how hard <laughs> I know how hard it can be. Like I'm about to turn 26, and the idea that I'm turning 26 and like don't have a serious relationship makes me want to throw up. But I have other great things in my life that other people are praying for. Right. So like, there's something in your life that someone else has prayed for, and you have. Like, there's a blessing in your life that someone else wishes they had. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so find that blessing, and there, uh, there's only so much advice I can give you on singleness. You know, like. Right. I don't know if you relate to this too, Mary, where you know you're in a relationship, but like at the end of the day, it's up to you. Like you have to decide, you know what, there's more in store for me than just a marriage. Like marriage is a beautiful thing and it will be a great thing. And at the end of the day, statistics show that you will probably find someone, but you don't want to yeah. settle in between and you only settle when you're freaking sad all the time. Like so every time true. I'm sad, I've settled is because I was bored and sad. Boredom and sadness brings out the most sense. Oh, and so yeah. decide, you know what? Like, I would rather be in a relationship, but I can't change that, but I won't be bored and sad. Right. It's like I'd rather be a millionaire, but I can't change that. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. why would I sit there and, like, complain about it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not the best person to talk about singleness because I've, I've always been in a relationship girl. Never had a long season See, of singleness. I, girls like you blow my mind. Blow my mind. I'm I, like, I, how? I wish how? I would have been single. And this is going to sound super annoying because I know that everybody's like, hey, being single. And, like, that's fine. But, like, I do wish that I had, like, seized an opportunity to be single longer. The longest I was single since I was 14 years old was four months. I was going to say, if you say months, I'm going. It was months. It was four insane. months because I was always a relationship girl. Me and Scotty also dated five years to the day. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Our, our wedding day was our five-year anniversary. Oh. That's Which is cool. Precious. Yeah. So cute. Um, but I just didn't uh, like I, to be in my position and to love my husband as much as I do, to not want to change anything about our story and to still say like one of my regrets was not being single longer is like I, th- I think say that, that you guys, one more time for I these do, girls listening. I do <laughs> wish that I had been single longer. And I think that you guys are like in a really cool place where like 
I mean, if you, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. For me, you choose a partner at 22 years old, and then we're gonna live like 50 years of our lives together and it's like like grace like if you, if you don't get married until you're 30 like you okay, still don't have that. Said, don't put it out there no i'm not <laughs> there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong but like it is starting to look that way if i start dating someone in a year and then i i, I calculate this a lot and then i and then and then i date them for a year because you don't want to be crazy and get married after five months or four months right or engaged after four and then like yeah so like i, I probably will 29 30 yeah 29 okay. <laughs> but still you you have like okay like 45 50 years left with this person like you are yeah. not losing out on any time by investing in yourself and your relationship with Chris. and if you're struggling to be single find more hobbies like find something i will say what has helped me right. every time i will 100 say i wouldn't have written books i wouldn't have started a podcast i wouldn't have met ketley even like if i had like I probably wouldn't have met some of my best friends if I wasn't single. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, your singleness can also bring blessings, but the blessings aren't necessarily a six-foot guy who's like that. Mm-hmm. And I will say, just start being friends with guys, and I know that can be kind of like whatever. But wait, I did get a DM. Yeah, I was going to say, we have a message that asked about that. Oh, about talking to guys? No, I know. about being friends with guys, mm. if it's if it's good. Because we've talked about that one a lot. Oh, you, you did get that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's... I think be friends, and I just have always seen it go. Or it's how to be how to be good friends with guys without it going past anywhere you don't want it to go or mm-hmm. any well, of that. Honestly, maybe let it go past. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, some of the best relationships I've seen, like you whatever happens, happens. First, right? Yeah, we were. I mean, not for super long, but yeah, we were friends before. I actually rejected She's him. Like, yeah. When he fir- he nice. first asked me to be his girlfriend. I didn't know that. And I had only been single a month, right? I'm not, I'm not the singleness <laughs> expert. We know this, but I had only then been single a month. You were never really single if you already had a guy at your feet. I'm kidding. That's you what are. I'm saying. You said yourself, you're not single till you're married. You're, so. Yeah, single, single till marriage. So, I um, was only single a month. He had just broken up with his girlfriend. He was single for a month, month and a half, and then let's get this girlfriend on the podcast. I'm joking. Oh yeah, she would probably love to talk about it. I'm joking. <laughs> um, and then. We, like, talked for a little bit, and then I was like, shoot, like, I want to be single longer. Like, I want to be, like, prepared for a husband. I also knew, and I I told him this. So he asked me to be his girlfriend, and I said no because I – and I told him to his face – if I date you, I'm going to marry you, and I'm not ready to be someone's wife. I was 17 oh, years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I knew that Scotty was, like, marriage material. And oh, then yeah. a couple mm-hmm. days passed by, and I was like, okay, the Lord drops this incredible, like, beautiful man at my feet, and who am I to just, like, say no? And he took it so well, too. He was like, yeah, like, I'm going to keep pursuing you. And, like, I'm going to, like, keep trying. Like, I'm not going to so give up he on was this. Like, he, how old was he, 18, 19? What, 18, 17, yeah. He was 17 was also mature enough to say that. Oh, my gosh. Right. He's, like, a different breed, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. You have to understand, like, I – I'm a firm believer that like 90% of guys are still grown up. A hundred percent. You know, even at like 25, 26. Oh my so. gosh, yeah. And there's still things that I'm ha- having to teach Scotty, like as like a grown 22 year old man who is a husband. Mm-hmm. Like there's things I'm still teaching him. But um, so I said no, and then a couple days later I was like, actually yes, because I'm not going to squander this opportunity. And he was like, well okay but you have to wait for me to ask again and I was like oh like I'm thinking like he's gonna ask me at the end of the night (laughs) and like we're gonna kiss or something no not at the end of the night I go home he hugs me and he's like all right see you later texts me never like texts me ask like we're hanging out I had to get for the girlfriend Ah. and then waited a few more days and then finally asked me so he he put the ball back in his court and really played the game with that so but it ended up being March 26th and we knew that five years later we were going to get married on that date so it was pretty cool okay we have another girl named Madeline who asked this question and it relates to guys 
I'm pretty confident in who Christ is to me and who he has made me to be, including appearance, personality, and convictions. You go, Madeline. That's yeah, awesome. Madeline. But my social anxiety overflows, and I get so insecure when talking to guys I'm interested in. Laughing emoji. <laughs> Why? Um, and I, the first thing I said was, oh, my God, we totally get this. And I love that I said we. I was the one who answered that one. Because sometimes it's usually Ketley, but I saw this one, and I was like, we get it. And I'm like, LOL. That's funny because I didn't talk to Ketley. <laughs> she spoke like, for me. I know yeah. we get it. You oh, know? no. Every girl forever till the end of time will yeah. always have the butterflies, will always get nervous. I mean, that's a good sign. That means you like them. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, if you don't get a little nervous, then you probably don't like them that much. Because, oh, like, yeah. also, there's nothing wrong with getting nervous in front of a boy. Like, you're, like, it's normal. You like, care. Like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's almost like the reason you're nervous is because you wanted that, like, whatever. But I say, like, embrace your nerves. Like, be silly. Like, it's okay if you giggle. It's okay if you're, like, kind of flirty. Yeah. I think, at the end of the day, guys are nervous, too, a lot of times. Like, oh, there's times 100%. when I assume he's, like, a stud and that he gets a lot of, like, ways, and I've learned that they'll be nervous or they'll be overthinking. Or, like, I, me and one of my f- friends joke about, like, that we've, like, both been in, like, situationships where, like, guys just won't kiss us. And it just <laughs> shows that, like, they're nervous, too. Like, you kind of have this, like, picture that guys know what they're doing, like, that they're not going to be the anxious ones. But they're right. anxious, too, but they have to feel like they have to handle it in a different way because of, like, toxic masculinity right and so yeah i think it's a hard thing so there's this other question this one gets a little bit scandy okay i want your advice on it all right this girl asks how do you forgive your ex and roommate when he kisses your roommate oh shoot um man that's hard i think i mean there's context like okay there's a lot of i will say if like Anytime a friend, like, in college made a drunk mistake, it doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt and that it's still wrong and that you might have to not trust them. But right. there is this, like, Bambi to me of, like, oh, my gosh, they were the drunk girl mm-hmm. and they kissed a boy they regret. Like, they didn't want to. But I'm also a firm believer that some of these things are premeditated. Do you get what I'm like, saying? Like, if yeah. you dated him, and so that means you she brought him around. Yeah. So, like, she, he knew who she was. Of course, like, oh, wow, she's cute. Like, right. there's definitely been thoughts, and, like, premeditated is definitely a good way to put it. So yeah. it's just hard because you're like, yeah, I want to forgive you. That's a Christian thing to do. But don't invalidate your feelings. Like, yeah. it's okay to be angry about it's, that. It's fine to be angry. And I've I've <laughs> – proudly been in counseling (laughs) and therapy before and so one thing that my therapist told me that has always stuck with me is forgiveness is not for them just because you forgive them does not mean that you are telling them that it's okay to treat you like that and it doesn't mean that you're like forgetting what they've done and saying that what they did is okay forgiveness is about you because like for like if you forgive someone like if, if grace like kicked me in the shin right now and she asked for my forgiveness I don't have an obligation to her to forgive her. She is done, right? Like, she has asked for forgiveness. She's repented. And so, like, whether I forgive her or not has nothing to do with her or with, like, her relationship with me. It has everything to do with me and my holding on to, oh, my gosh, but this is going to bruise. Oh, my gosh, why would you do that? Oh, my gosh, what are your actions? Like, that is me holding on to the bitterness. So it's like, what's that saying? That it's like uh, bitterness is like poisoning the cup and drinking it yourself or whatever. Have you guys heard that saying? There's this is it unforgiveness? Maybe. It's Something like, un- like unforgiveness is like putting poison in the and water and then drinking it yourself. And so it's mm. like, uh, like forgiving them doesn't mean that you're like telling them it's okay that they treated yeah. you that way. Forgiving them just means that you're able to let go. Well, I always say to like trust and trust comes from wisdom and discernment. Like you don't owe anyone trust. 
Yeah. But love and grace come from the cross, and the cross is, it is finished. So, like, you give love and grace not because they deserve it, but because the cross was good, but you don't have to trust them, especially with friendships. I've just lately come to the conclusion that some people are not good friends in my life, and I don't mean that they're, that they're horrible friends, but, I mean, they can have had good moments with me, but I'm like, I've, even little things, like, maybe not kissing my ex-boyfriend, but I'm like, people who have never once, like, asked about how I'm doing like every time I'm going to lunch with them it's them talking about their life like right. you know there comes the things when I'm like okay now I'm living on mission for this friend it's not a true friendship you right. know it's not mm-hmm. this like back and forth where I know you have my back so this friend right. at the end of the day she kissed your ex-boyfriend she probably doesn't have your back like 24 7 right but you can still love her and give her grace and also hope to pour into her in some ways you know Absolutely. but separate yourself because also it's easy especially with like Anytime, like, an ex dates someone else, you start doing that, is she prettier than me? Is she whatever? Mm. And that's not fair to her, and that's not fair to you. So you may just need to remove yourself from that friendship for a little bit because insecurity can creep in in that way. And so sometimes it's easier to forgive when you – and also get that peace for yourself when you're on the other side and you create a good boundary. That's so good. And I think, like, a big thing in this question is that she said roommate. Like, I don't know if they were ever, like, friends. Like, right. Because I, at the end of the day, you don't really owe much to your roommate other than, no. like, rent and stuff. But, right. dude, I'm like, why would you kiss your roommate? That's, like, asking you to stir the pot. Like, oh, my. It makes sense. Yeah. You live with them. Like, yeah. friend is, like, I get to go home and, like, you know, talk about her. But, like, you go home to this person and it's, like, And where? you look them in the face and you're, right. like, our mouths kiss the same mouth. Like, that's <laughs> tough. That's <laughs> tough. Yeah. You alphabet okay let's read this one dm too it's a long dm but it's mm-hmm. from my girl uh i just call her h um i don't know i don't know if she gave me permission but she said i came across your podcast and just ordered both of your grace's books Ah, uh, thanks hannah mm-hmm. <laughs> and i have another book coming out soon guys wait yeah. h <laughs> thanks, i know h. i'm just eight thank oh <laughs> okay sorry whatever that's a common name that's one of the most common names yeah. i hope you're okay girl <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like something I'm not okay you guys have been a blessing after going through a breakup Aww. Aww. I thought I was doing better I'm a I'll just take out what's like she's a student that requires a lot of studying she's an athlete so I threw myself into being busy but I can't stop thinking and crying over him mm. we were both student athletes he seemed to check all the boxes so after telling myself I was done dating in college and not going to find a mature guy and actually wanted something other than a hookup I was convinced he was different and agreed to date we dated until the end of the semester. He checked all the boxes. He grew up on a farm like me, went to church with me, and I was convinced he was the one and the one I prayed for. Then mm-hmm. he was dealing with a bunch of personal stuff and graduation and out of the blue without warning broke up with me and said he lost feelings. I can't help but think he pushed me away because of everything going on. And I can't – I keep thinking he will change his mind, but he hasn't. I want to move on, but how? Uh, well, Hannah, wow. first of all, thanks for, like, listening. And breakups are the – worst they thing. are the worst it like it makes you really nauseous like there's like gotta it's be exhausting. yeah it's like yeah. a depression like yeah. none other especially also when you're like in the midst of graduating and you have so much going on like you can only yeah. imagine like you're an athlete which honestly baller good for you yeah like, you're Queen. way cooler than i was ever you yeah know? and also when you've convinced yourself that like you're gonna marry this guy which i mean can happen <laughs> you know right. like that is tough. That's what's hard dating at this age and when breakups at like you know even in college in post college because it's like you start thinking of like you have to, you it almost becomes an interview like could I see myself and you start yeah. thinking and it's hard because a lot of times to convince yourself yeah you know like I could and I, but I at the end she says something about I keep thinking he changed his mind but he hasn't 
And that breaks my heart the most because I think we've all been there with someone yeah. like, oh, he's going to come running back to me. He's going to change his mind. He's going to realize that we were meant to be. And then I'll be able to forgive him. It will be of that. But, like, mm-hmm. when you do those things, when you keep thinking instead of just living your life, you're trying to be the author of your story. You know, mm-hmm. like, you're writing your happily ever after, but, like, you're going to not write as good of a happily ever after or, like, a great of a love story as, like, Christ can write for you. 100%. And so I would just encourage you, H, <laughs> to – not think about like what you want to happen, but think about what is happening now. Yeah. Right now, he is not being man enough. Yes, he's going through a lot, but like that doesn't mean that doesn't excuse him from not wanting you. And it sucks that he doesn't want you, but like you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want you or who wakes up and changes their mind that quick. Like you want to yeah. be with someone who chooses you and loves you. I don't know. What do y'all think? I I think that for for me something that I had to learn about relationships and moving on from past relationships and past pain especially because I was never single so I always (laughs) moved on pretty quick um what I learned about it was like how little do you have to think of yourself to think that nobody else will love you as well as that last person did Mm, right and it's like like if I knew at 14 years like the guy who I dated when I was like 14 or the guy who I dated when I was like 17 or 16 like would be so insignificant like the love that I had for that guy or those guys like was so insignificant compared to the incredible love and the way that Scotty loves me like I would be holding myself back from so much more than I thought because I didn't know that I deserved it I thought this guy loves me this is the only guy who's going to love me this is the only guy who's going to work as hard as he is for me he's treating me well maybe not well all the time but like he's treating me okay and so like I should just like stay with him because if he like if I lose him then nobody else is gonna love me like this and it's like no you are like like holding yourself back from being so fully loved from somebody who's gonna choose you every time who's Mm -hmm. not gonna second guess who doesn't care about their circumstances will make you a priority and I think that is the biggest thing with breakups and with wanting to move on is knowing your worth knowing that there is going to be somebody who loves you more not just loves you the same oh that's so good I remember I saw this one post, and it was, like, super cheesy, had, like, the, the colorful, like, calligraphy thing, and um, it was, like, a re- rejection is, like, God's redirection. And I remember, like, when I first saw it, I was, like, okay, Jeez. whatever, cheese. Yeah. But then I thought about it, I'm, like, in actuality, like, you know, we hear about these, we scroll through it, but, like, mm-hmm. in those moments for H specifically, like, she is going through so much, and she's, like, overthinking of, like, okay, like, this is the potential, this is the potential that I had. He was so great. He checked all the boxes. I feel like he's going to come back, and I'm, like – this isn't something where it's like a no-go. You're never going to find someone like this. You're This is the best you're going to get. Like, right. there are, hate to say this, so many fish out in the sea, all yeah. this stuff. But, like, it's more so, hey, God's, like, nudging you. Okay, that might have not worked out, but there are so many more opportunities I have for you. And it yeah. might not be this guy. might not be this time. It might not be in this place. Like, mm. sis is doing so much. Like, she's an athlete, a student. Like, yeah. a, you said, like, a pretty, like, rigorous degree. Like, you have yeah, so much. It's rigorous. It's rigorous. I was trying to see something in the DL, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and I will say one thing. I really appreciate that she said, like, she was looking for a guy who actually would liked her other than a hookup at first. And mm-hmm. so, like, if this guy doesn't work out and he kind of sucks in the end, you learn something beautiful through that relationship. Like, yeah. you don't need to regret that relationship or, like, start to overthink. Like, God showed you that you're worth more than a hookup, that there are guys out there who would date you. And, but I will encourage you, like, you said he checked all the boxes, but we're not just looking for people who check all the boxes. Yeah. We're looking for people who are going to be partners in crime mm-hmm. and love and ministry, you know. And so we don't just want boxes 
checked. We want someone who's not going to wake up and change their mind. And yep. so yeah. you're worth more than a guy who, yes, checks all the boxes, but who woke up and changed his mind. And yep. I would be scared every time a guy comes back and you try to do it again, it usually doesn't work because there's always going to be that level of insecurity that they're going to wake up and change their mind again. Yeah. So, like, yes, you kind of want them to come back, but, like, realistically, would you really feel confident, no. you know, with Your relationship again? would not be the same. It's not like you would be picking up where you left off. You would be starting back over with somebody who you no longer And who you trust. don't really trust. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so... I remember someone said, like, oh, because she was, like, she didn't understand why he did it. Like, he never, she never really got a full answer. And I remember someone told me, she was, like... If he never gave you an actual reason why he broke up with you, then, like, imagine that he can just come up with any other reason the next uh-huh. time you'll date. Exactly. Like, it's almost worse that, you know, they've made it up because it's like, well, now they can just pick anything out of thin air and be like, yep. this is what it is today. I woke up, changed my mind, and you're, you know, I just don't like how you dress, so I'm, I'm gone. So it's just, like, yeah. it's hard because you have to ask yourself, do you even want it at yeah. the end of the day? That's good. No, totally. And going back to what the social anxiety girl that social anxiety girl sorry madeline you're not the social anxiety girl <laughs> that is not you're your more label. than that you are more than that that is me when it comes to talking to guys um because i think after like h is probably gonna go and like talk to more guys it's easy to also what you might have anxiety about talking to guys because you've been hurt in the past and someone's changed mm-hmm. your mind i would just encourage you like if that's also why you're nervous talking to a guy you like like don't let your past insecurities or people have hurt you barf on the people in front of you you mm-hmm. know and so like yes you're gonna be nervous and have butterflies because you're hormonal and life's like that and you like boys but also make sure your anxiety is from a place of like excitement not from a place of i'm so scared you know yeah. because the Bible says do not fear a lot of times for a reason. Like, fear won't produce any blessings from your life, you know, unless yeah. you're fearing God. And so, just a reminder of that. Okay, let's do our sponsored by. Oh, oh. sponsored by. Sorry, we got girl. We appreciate your help. Yeah, okay, some girl. I, yeah, a girl, she DM'd us and she was like, love your podcast, all this stuff, but you guys have been saying the sponsor's she, wrong. She's right. That's the thing. It's I respect it so much. I said, you know what? Thank you for calling us out. We need it every now and again. I don't think Kat <laughs> Lee said thank you enough. To I her. did Kat say Lee thank like, you. Oh, we don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, mean, we really we don't. don't. We like gatekeeper, protector, pride. <laughs> yeah, right? We really yeah. don't think about it. But um, sponsored by. Morgan, our guest, would you want to go first and tell us your sponsor? Um, I think that this episode is sponsored by the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yes. <laughs> oh I hope we can gosh. talk about it. Yeah. I know. Well, let's talk about it right now. I watched the trial. Ketley didn't. I didn't. I watched oh, updates. Oh, I watched or, it. Not watched updates. I, like, read updates, and I was just like. What updates did you read? I, can, I, like I wonder if Ketley's on, like, the other side. I know. I like, what do you think? I, I really don't. Of course. I that means you've sided with the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hashtag I stand with Amber uh-huh. I heard that in the UK, she won, and I didn't she understand did. that whole she, difference. The issue was she was, at that point, they were, Johnny Depp was not doing her, he was doing the Sun magazine. Yes, he was And wasn't, so, he was yeah. considering the magazine libel, which you have to show malice when it's a famous person. Right. So, the issue was, Amber Heard had freaking malice, and yeah. then, like, she literally pooped on his bed. Like, oh, she did. Like, she, she did. She, like, and she, like... Her, he had bruises actually from her bunging mm-hmm. and her bruise she called TMZ when she was said and said hey Amber Heard's walking with a bruise and to get a divorce yeah and, and she came strutting in with a bruise that a lot of people think is makeup and like, it was on her her right cheek which would have meant Johnny had to have hit her with his rings. left hand but he's right handed and with rings and so the whole and thing so was messed up and they said that Amber would be turning her face so that the cameras would get a good shot of her oh, face that she would know the cameras like are a, there where to a look. A therapist came and said she's like actually in 
narcissist. Like, it's like. Wait, who came and said that? Like, a, th- a therapist. Okay. I mean, yeah, like John a psychiatrist. Team, but she's like, uh, like, sorry, psychiatrist. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I don't really know things, but I will say, it, like, at the end of the day, I hate it because there's also women who need to be believed. And yeah. because of someone like this in the spotlight doing it for attention. Also, she, like, said, so whenever she got $7 million from the divorce, she goes, I'm giving that to all these charities. I pl-, like, She didn't say I pledge it. She goes, She's I'm like, donating every dime I made from the divorce. No, I have donated. I have donated. I heard that I her, like, net worth it. went down to the negatives because she couldn't, like, afford anything. Well, well she, she said she was going to, she said she did donate all this uh. money. And she goes, well, I pledged it. So, and she never actually donated the money. Yeah, so, it's just so like she never donated mm. But I will say, I hate, we should always believe women. Yeah. But it is innocent until proven guilty, and I think this trial showed us that. And I hate yeah. that this hurts other women who have been, in, like, victims. And the, like, going after Amber Heard, which I get into it because I watched the trial. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy to want to do that. But it's so sad for the other victims who now are going to be scared to come out. So, I will say, if yeah. you've been abused, if you've been, like, hurt, like, we believe you. Um, I think it sucks that things like this come out and it makes you scared to share your abuse, but I hope you're never scared. This was such a different situation where yeah. she was abusing him. Mm-hmm. And right. she even, like, claimed that he, in the trial, like, said this name of his ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah, when he pushed her down the stairs, and they literally interviewed that ex-girlfriend, and she goes, no, he never pushed me down the stairs. Yeah. Like, like everything she said was a lie. Like, Yeah, and every other ex-girlfriend he's ever had has said, like, he's never been violent. I mean, there was one who came on and said that he, like, would get drunk a lot, and it's like, okay, like, he owned up to that. Like, he, right. he's like, all said. the frat guys I had things with. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Hollywood. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so I don't I don't know. The whole thing is silly, and I, I hate it for Johnny Depp. I think I have, like, a really interesting perspective on it because, like, I have – close men in my life who have been abused by women and Mm -hmm. they have a fear of speaking up because they're like i'm not gonna feel like i'm not gonna look like a man wow yeah recording of amber heard telling johnny depp and saying like okay you because he was like you hit me and she goes okay i i didn't he said you punched me he goes she goes i didn't punch you i just hit you like come on johnny that wasn't that big of a deal Mm -hmm. who's gonna believe you that you're domestic violence you or me you a white man or me like she was yeah like tell the world tell the world johnny that i was abused that i i johnny depp and uh, I'm a victim of domestic so violence. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> it's like, okay, yes, I'm sold. Yeah. Okay, no, you don't amazing. have to be sold. You can research it yourself. Live yeah. show. Okay. <laughs> that was a good sponsor because that was something that I was really, like, intrigued by, too, too. and was watching closely. And it's very hard to win a defamation trial when you're famous, and he did. And I think that's – and he had to be unanimous. Every juror had to agree. Like, yeah. the idea that 10 people came and agreed on one thing, crazy. Yeah. Anyways. But my sponsored buy is probably to Abercrombie. I've been lately on an Abercrombie kick. Oh. I wish maybe I shouldn't say this. Abercrombie, you should actually pay me money for this. But like, and the Coastal Girl Summer Look. Have you heard of that? Yes, Coastal Grandmother. Coastal Grandmother. Yes, oh, that's yes. and like me, I got girl. I got a pink little like like te- like man blouse you know thing, and I got yeah, a white yeah, yeah. one. And so Cute. I'm about to go to Atlanta and do a photo shoot with Mackenzie. And so Mackenzie McNeil photo. Yeah, for my next book. And yeah, my next book. Honestly, guys, if y'all want to pre-order, I'd really appreciate it. We're gonna have an exclusive podcast for you. This yeah, is yeah. sponsored by me, myself, and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she had to do it. But also, it's gonna be a great book, and it's about <laughs> woman in the Bible. And you don't want to miss out. It's on Amazon. It's on sale right now. And if you pre-order, it doesn't cost anything. But like. It's the cheapest it'll be. Anyways, yada yada. Your turn, Kelly. I love it. All right. Um, I, this episode is sponsored by to all the nannies out there, cause um, I don't think I told you this. Me. I'm, I'm a nanny too, Kelly. Look at us. Well, like, just started nannying. My mom's nannying. a nanny. I love it. My mom loves nannying. So yeah. It's been 
pretty nice. I love it. I've only started for like a week. Yeah. And okay, my kids are a little older. So I think that's the only benefit of like, okay, this is kind of nice. I'm not wiping butts. Oof. I don't know if I can do that again. But I'm like, over here, I'm like, I could just not give Grayson enough credit. Like, this is. I would be like, I'm so tired from <laughs> juggling my book. I'm like, let's hang out. Thing. Yeah. Shout oh out to all the nannies. Gosh. Shout out to all the nannies. And shout out to all you guys for listening to another episode of Water Into Wine. If you haven't yet, I know Grace already said it, but follow at Water Into Wine Podcast on Instagram. Also, start subscribing and downloading because it doesn't count as like a listen to us unless you download or subscribe. So, like, it'll mm. really help us out for us. Yeah, and those times when you're just on the long drives and you lose service, you need it to be downloaded. And we're still on the flip cup table. So, remember, we need 5,000 followers on Water Into Wine to buy a table. We are so Mary close. I think halfway. actually has played flip. <laughs> I have <laughs> Halloween twenty twenty one memories. I love it. All right, well, we'll catch y'all in the next. Mary Morgan, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Mary Morgan Michael. Yeah, follow her for cute wedding pics, guys. Or yeah. the Scotty fan this page. Is my Scotty Michael <laughs> fan page. We love to see it. See y'all next time.